0: I've spent the last few years working for one of the largest shockwave clinics in North America and I've learned a thing or two about the power and untapped potential of regenerative medicine. But the march towards a future where sickness is healed from its root cause is challenged by the influence of big pharma and their deep pockets. So now we're forced to answer questions like how do we get rid of joint pain, take back our performance in the bedroom and heal diseases from the inside out without band-aid medications or negative side effects. This show will give you the answers. Follow along as I interview the world's top experts and doctors and how they transform their lives and their patients' lives using the newest advances in biotechnology. I'm your host, Austin James Wolf, and you're listening to Modern Biotech Radio. Modern Biotech Pioneers, welcome back to the show. So today, uh, as I promised yesterday, I'm talking about the different types of light therapy. We got red. We got near-infrared, we got far-infrared, we got blue light, we got UV light, all these different types of light. How, how does that actually work? What does it do on your body? We already know there's, there's thousands and thousands of clinical studies proving that light has an effect on our body, uh, but just how, right? So that's what we're going to dive in today. Uh, most of this is taken from uh, two sources. Number one, there's one study I have in front of me. My podcast listeners uh, listen up, my YouTubers, uh, you can see it right here in front of you, uh, but my podcast listeners, I'm going to read this out for you. So we got low-level laser light therapy, LLLT in skin. Stimulating, healing, and restoring. That's the study. Uh, it was published in 2013. And uh, they have this nice little diagram here, which I'll have up for the entire episode. Uh, and it describes, it shows the different types of wavelengths of light and how they, how deep they actually penetrate the skin. Because different wavelengths of light reach different penetration depths uh, in human tissue, right? So, uh, I'm going to talk about all those today, and uh, just to give you a little brief overview, if you didn't listen to the episode before, uh, light um, light is just a type of electromagnetic wave, and the visible spectrum uh, has, has a certain range of wavelengths. Okay, so, uh, for example, you have violet light, which is uh, 390 to 470 nanometers, pretty small, and that's pretty much the end of the visible light spectrum. On that end, if you go any smaller, if the waves, if the wavelengths go any smaller, uh, it becomes invisible to the human eye. So, the next level after violet is ultraviolet. Right? That's that's the light from the sun uh, that gives you tan. It helps your body synthesize vitamin D, and it can also give you a sunburn. Uh, the ultraviolet light is invisible. Right? That's why uh, the fun fact. Um, let's say that you're underneath the cloud. The cloud is blocking sunlight from the sun. But it doesn't block the UV rays. So you can actually be in a clouded area and still get a sunburn. That's why uh, you can also get a sunburn. Actually, you can actually get a worse sunburn in the snow if it's snowing. Uh, Maybe not if it's snowing. Okay, if you have clouds over above and they're blocking the sunlight, UV rays can still come down from uh, the sun. The clouds won't block them and you'll be hit with the UV rays. But the UV rays can also be reflected from the snow on the ground. So you can get uh, actually more UV, I guess, radiation, uh, if you're in a snowy area and it's not snowing. I'm sure that if it's snowing, it might block some of that, uh, but I digress, right? So that, that's how UV uh, works, and it's invisible, uh, but it still has an effect on your body. Now, on the opposite end of the visible light spectrum, you go from violet to blue to green to yellow to orange to red, and we love red, and we love near-infrared, right? But once you reach infrared, it, it also becomes invisible. So you have this very narrow spectrum of light that's actually visible to the human eye, Uh, As you go smaller and smaller and smaller, past the UV radiation, the wavelengths get super, super, super small, very high energy, uh, and at the, I believe at the very end of the spectrum, as small as you can go, you have the gamma ray, uh, you have gamma rays, right? And uh, one thing that I know this from science is, uh, there are these things in space called gamma ray bursts, and if one of them were to hit Earth, boom, life gone in an instant, within seconds, right? It's crazy. Uh, so those are very high energy, very small, short waves. On the opposite end of the spectrum, when you got these very long waves, this is these are your radio waves. Um, uh, they can reach a very long distance. They're very long. And um, fun fact: most of the universe is is uh, covered in this what we call cosmic microwave background. Right? It's because uh, fun fact: I, I'm a space nerd. You're gonna have to listen to this, <laughs> but uh, gravity actually pulls out uh, wavelengths. So uh, let me give you an example. The reason why we know the universe is about 13 billion years old, a little more, uh, is because we can look, we can put our satellites in the sky, and when we point our satellites in the sky at a very, uh, empty piece of space, we point our satellites at the sky at empty space, we'd expect to get nothing back, right? But we always get static. When we point our satellites in any direction of the sky, even if it's completely empty, we still get static. Those are the microwaves, right? And now, where do those microwaves come from? They came from the Big Bang. And those waves used to be very, 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 very short, right? Uh, In fact, the universe uh, technically had the wavelength of orange for a while, a couple thousand years. I I forget how long, but uh, the wavelengths uh, were the exact same wavelengths as the human eye sees as orange. So the universe was actually orange for a while. Uh, And as the universe expanded, uh, the expansion of space-time sort of stretched out these waves uh, to become microwaves. And that's how, that's one of the reasons why we know the universe is 13 billion years old uh, is because we can take a look at, okay, what are the lengths of these waves? Now, how much time would have to happen for the universe to pull these waves apart to get to their current length today? So that's a little fun fact for you. Um, So there's all sorts of waves. uh, But today we're talking about the actual waves that affect the human body, specifically on the visible light spectrum and uh, other waves and uh, other waves that can be used. Uh, for therapy, right? So uh, I have in front of me. If you're on YouTube, you can see this 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 little graph in front of me. If you're listening to the podcast, I'll explain it out to you. Uh, it describes seven different uh, types of wavelengths that have different colors uh, on the visible light spectrum. On the first hand, you've got uh, wavelength of the color ranges UV. The penetration depth is not the UVs don't really penetrate your skin that much. They sort of just land on the skin and affect your skin you know, tans, vitamin D, skin cancer, um, sunburns, those have a wavelength of, you know, 150 to 380. All right, now we get into the, uh, the visible light spectrum. We got violet to deep blue, then we got blue green, then we got yellow to orange, then we got red, then we got deep red, and then we have, uh, near infrared. So those are the, uh, we have wavelengths from all the way from 150 nanometers to 1200 nanometers, and they all have different effects on the body, but, uh, right here, I've been reading Ari Witten's, The Ultimate Guide to Red Light Therapy. I talked about this on the last episode. Go ahead and pick it up on Amazon. It's great. If you're interested in red light therapy and uh, you're thinking about picking up a Juve Light or any other one of those red light therapy devices, uh, do your research. And uh, this guy has a lot of research. He's compiled all the, uh, you know, there's over 3,000 studies on red light therapy. So there's a lot to sift through. This guy did it all for you. So go ahead and read that. Um, And in his book, page 14, he talks about the different types of bioactive light uh, and their effect on humans. Uh, Number one is blue light, right? And the blue light, um, the wavelengths here in this graph at least are anywhere from 390 to 470 nanometers, violet to deep blue, right? And uh, he says the the blue light sets the circadian rhythm in our brain, which in turn regulates numerous different neurotransmitters and hormones, right? That's why we need blue light, okay? It helps us wake up. It helps set our circadian rhythm. Blue light is not good when you're staring at your computer screen at 10 o'clock at night. That's bad. Blue light sort of wakes you up. You know, if, if you're staring at blue light, your bright-ass computer screen at 10 p.m., your brain's like, oh, I should probably stay awake because it's blue light. The sun's out. I might get killed if I go to sleep, right? So uh, blue light's bad for you at night. But in the morning time, it sets your circadian rhythm and It can be good for your hormones, right? So that's good. Uh, the second type is the UV light, even shorter, right? 150 nanometers, maybe 380 nanometers. Uh, this allows... Our body to synthesize vitamin D from the sun, so our body takes this UV light and helps us create vitamin D. Again, too much of it is bad. Uh, Sunburns, maybe possibly skin cancer, it's bad, right? So only a little bit of UV light is good. Uh, Number three, far infrared. This is far outside the uh, visible light spectrum. Uh, The far infrared actually acts to heat up our cells. I forget what the wavelength is, but it's it's way more than it's way more than twelve thousand. It's crazy. Uh, But the far infrared light, this is what actually heats up the cells in our body. So. Uh, There are these infrared saunas out there that you can buy. They're, a thousand bucks. You build it out. It's super small. My dad has one, Dustin Wolf. You've probably seen him around. Uh, And he has this this infrared sauna. It doesn't use steam. It uses far infrared wavelengths. They go through your body, and they heat up your body. That's it. They just heat up your body. And you get the benefits of a sauna without actually having to build, like, a coal or a fire or a steam sauna, right? It just uses infrared. Um, Then we have red light. Okay, red light and near-infrared light, they have different wavelengths, but they act very similarly on the body. In fact, it's, it's near-identical. So, um, when we use red light, we want to use um, red light or near-infrared light. This is what Juve does. They give you an option. You can use one or the other or both. They, they both, they do have different penetration depths. For example, red light is anywhere from like 600 to 650 nanometers in length, And then the deep red or the near-infrared is anywhere from 650 to 950 nanometers. But what's been sort of proven out through the uh, thousands and thousands of studies is the kind of sweet spot you want to be in is kind of in the mid-600s for for red and then in the mid-800s for deep red, near-infrared light. Those are like the two um, best wavelengths that you want if you're using red light therapy. So again, mid-600s and mid-800s as far as wavelength goes. Um, and so uh, how those actually work, uh, how red light therapy actually works, I talked in the last episode, so I'll only briefly touch upon this in episode 51, but if you want to go back in episode 50, I explain in detail how red light therapy works. Red light therapy penetrates the skin, the tissue, it stimulates the mitochondria in your cell, the, you know, the, uh, the powerhouse of the cell, it stimulates your mitochondria to release some of the clogged nitric oxide into the system, so you can improve local blood flow in that area. And it also helps the mitochondria, when it gets rid of that nitric oxide, it now has uh, space for it to grab oxygen and turn that into ATP, which is the energy for the cell, right? So, uh, if you use red light therapy on an area of the body, it stimulates the mitochondria to release more nitric oxide, that gets more blood flow to the area, and then it also improves uh, ATP output, so it increases more energy for that cell. That's in a nutshell show sure how red light therapy works, and... and um, near infrared, deep, deep red therapy. Right. Uh, and then if you got far infrared, that's, those are the, what the saunas is used to heat up your cells, uh, to heat your body up, which has a lot of benefits as well. Uh, and then blue light, blue light is, is used a lot for, you know, circuit, circadian rhythm. Um, it can help you neurotransmitters. Um, sometimes blue light and red light. They're not really sure about which one is best for seasonal, uh, mood disorder. I forget what, what it's actually called, but a lot of people think that red light therapy is actually the best for seasonal mood disorder. Uh, blue light can also be good as well. Um, and then they also use blue light for acne as well because blue light can, can kill things on the skin. So it might be able to kill the bacteria um, that can make your acne worse, so to speak. And that's it, guys. So that's that's the spectrum. I don't really know that much about green light or yellow light. Um, scientists don't seem to care nearly as much as blue light and red light therapy so those are the main difference guys it all depends on the wavelength of the actual uh electromagnetic wave itself um again really 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 short gamma rays very bad uh really 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 long radio waves they're very long right that's that's what i can i believe uh, they can be meters long uh, i read something once that one of the waves can be as long as a skyscraper. Uh, I forget what source that was, so don't quote me on that. Uh, but the visible light spectrum is, is very, very narrow as far as what the human eye can see. And uh, we want to use this, this spectrum of light to help ourselves. It's been proven for a very long time that light therapy can help. And now we're getting it down to an exact science. Okay, what are the, what are the wavelengths? What's the power output of the device we're using? And how long should we use it for? And what area of the body should we use it for? That's all that we have to figure out now. We don't works, now we have to figure out exactly the tactics of how it works. The scientists and researchers think it's in the mid 600s and the mid 800s are the best wavelengths for red and deep red uh, light therapy and now they're just refining it down to an exact science. We can actually use it to treat things like hair growth, fat loss, it uh, can help your brain, it can help your thinking, it can help your mood, uh, it can possibly help with sexual performance, it can possibly help with the testosterone growth. So. Uh, A lot of exciting things happening in this world. Alright guys, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, again, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review and ask your question in the review. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and just type it in the comments, whether you loved it, whether you hated it, or you just have a question, let me know and I'll hopefully get to answer it. Alright guys, thanks for watching. Want to see what the top experts have to say behind the scenes? Just go to modernbiotechradio.com and you'll get instant access to every behind the scenes interview for free. Now, these interviews are not for the public, so please don't share. But if you'd like to pull back the curtain with me and learn what secrets they reveal, just go to ModernBiotechRadio.com and get instant access to these interviews for free. Again, that's ModernBiotechRadio.com. If you'd like to learn the best-kept secrets that they can't share publicly but allowed me to share in private, just go to ModernBiotechRadio.com And get instant access to all of these interviews completely free I'll see you there and now for our lovely legal and medical disclaimer while I make every effort to broadcast correct information I am still learning I will double check all my facts but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art one doctor may have a different way of doing things from another I'm simply presenting my views that are as evidence-based as possible I welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. I take no money from drug companies. By listening to this podcast, or reading this blog, or watching this YouTube video, you agree to not use this podcast blog or video as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including, but not limited to, patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast, blog, or YouTube account. Under no circumstances shall Austin Wolf, Launch Medical, Moonpool LLC, or the Novus Anti-Aging Center or any guests or contributors or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Launch Medical, Moonpool LLC or the Novus Anti-Aging Center be responsible for damages arising from use of the podcast, blog, or video. This blog or podcast or video should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast, blog, or video. This website, blog, podcast, and video are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts, or to post information on the website or blog. I will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. One more note, I have no idea what I'm talking about and people that listen to me have a 100% mortality rate. This is true, think about it. So please, consult your physician for any medical advice uh, because this blog post, podcast, and YouTube video or any other video are meant for educational and entertainment purposes only.